Welcome to the BreastCancer.org podcast, the podcast that brings you the latest information on breast cancer research, treatments, side effects, and survivorship issues through expert interviews, as well as personal stories from people affected by breast cancer. Here's your host, BreastCancer.org Senior Editor, Jamie DiPolo. Hello, thanks for listening. I'm podcasting from the 2022 San Antonio Breast Cancer Symposium. I'm joined by Beth Fairchild, who describes herself as an artist, activist, yogi, and terminal optimist. Beth has been living with metastatic breast cancer since 2014. She's been part of a number of advocacy organizations, but this year she decided it was time for something new and has started a group called Cancer Culture, which she's going to tell us about. Beth, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. To give everyone a chance to know you a little bit, could you just tell us about your diagnosis and treatments, whatever you're comfortable sharing? Sure. I was diagnosed de novo metastatic in May of 2014 um, with METs to my reproductive organs, my liver, and every single bone in my body. I had a radical hysterectomy followed by um, six months of chemotherapy, and then I switched to an AI and a bisphosphonate, and I've been on those for eight years this month, actually. So completely stable, no evidence of active disease, and um, feeling pretty well considering. I do have some bone pain, I have some degenerative stuff happening from long time use of it, but um, I always say it's not cancer, so I can live with that. Got it. So now you've worked with a bunch of different organizations. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell me why being an advocate is so important. If I'm honest, it's pretty selfish because um, I feel like as an advocate, I'm helping other people. And that is what kind of recharges me. I mean, working as an advocate, as you know, it's tiring. You come to these conferences, it's long days. Um, But at the end of the day, when I sit back and look at the ripple effect that advocacy work has on other people, that's why I do it. It's it's how I'm able to recharge. So you've started this new organization, Cancer Culture. I'm assuming it's a nonprofit, but I don't know that for sure. So tell me a little bit about it. What is it? What do you want it to do? How can people be a part of it? Sure. So um, Cancer Culture was kind of born out of patient support. Um, I'd always um, say when I brought my metastatic patients to a retreat that, you know, a lot of times when you're at home, your cancer is compartmentalized, right? Like you're working or you're doing family stuff and maybe you go to a face-to-face support group or maybe you're on an online support group, but your time that you're actually talking about cancer is very finite. You know, it's compartmentalized. You protect the people around you from cancer. But when we um, are together at a retreat, we immerse ourselves in what I've always called cancer culture, where you can talk about anything, you know, in the metastatic setting, we talk about death and dying very freely. There's a lot of dark humor and no one's looking at you with, you know, pity or sympathy. Oh, I can't believe they said that. Exactly. And so I think that that is so therapeutic to just be immersed in cancer culture and to really, you know, talk so openly, openly and freely about it. So we wanted to do something a little different. We, we are a social media um, campaign, multimedia. We use art for storytelling and healing through um, emotional healing through art. So I think that there's a lot of value in storytelling. Like we all um, are here with this common diagnosis and we all have a story. And so we're helping patients as part of their living legacy. And hopefully, you know, lay people are watching and, and learning a bit about life with breast cancer. 
So I'm assuming there's a website that goes along with this. Is there that, is right? a website. It's cancerculture.org. Okay. Um, you can go. And that's with C's, not K's. With C's, <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, yeah, you can go and read all about it and see some of the work that we've been doing. Um, we're really proud of it. It's brand new. We just soft launched in October, but we're here and we're ready to do some good work. Now, do you have any sort of displays or booth or anything at San Antonio this year, or is it really just you're talking to people? Yeah, we're just here um, kind of talking to people, letting everyone know that we're here. We did create a body of work for ASI. They have an unbranded campaign called Hashtag This Is MBC for Metastatic Breast Cancer, and they have a booth on the floor that's featuring the body of work that we were able to create telling patient stories. So we're here to support that effort um, and to support the patients who are here as part of that campaign. Um, but we don't have a booth here this year, but we'll definitely have a presence next year. And for, say, someone's listening and they want to know how they can become involved, what what should they do? Yeah, um, they can go to the website, cancerculture.org. We have a contact us form and we'd be happy to talk to people about how they can be involved or volunteer or donate. Okay. Now, one last question. Um, you mentioned that support was so important. Are sort of online support groups or in-person support groups, is that going to be part of Cancer Culture too, or is it the retreat, or, or is that still to come? Um, most of what we are going to do is retreats, okay. um, and during the retreat, we capture the media, the photography, and the interviews. So a lot of the support that we offer is just kind of directing people to the organizations that are already doing an amazing job of that. Um, we are not trying to invent, reinvent the wheel here. Um, there's some great organizations that provide support, that fund research, and we're happy to direct people to those organizations um, while our mission is storytelling. So they can definitely come to our site and find links to organizations if they're looking for support or face-to-face -face meetings or if there's anything that they want to do, they can find the support in the links on our website. Okay, so it sounds like, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like what you want to do is kind of put a face on metastatic breast cancer through this art and through these interviews and through the story. That's a great way um, to put it. And we have a, a focus on metastases, but we also are all stages of breast cancer. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, you know, you hear a lot of statistics around breast cancer. And oftentimes, if it doesn't affect you directly, it's out of sight, out of mind. And so the content that we create helps to um, put a face to the diagnosis. Um, people are watching the stories online, especially with the This Is NBC project. They follow the patient's stories throughout the year and see where they're at and get updates on the patients. And it, they really become emotionally invested, which in turn makes them want to be active, whether they volunteer, whether they donate, or whether they just share out the content on their social channels. But but the, the goal is to get people invested, um, not only to educate them about the disease, but hopefully to activate them to do something. Okay, Beth, thank you so much. Thank it's you. Great to talk to you. You too. Thank you for listening to the breastcancer.org podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. To share your thoughts about this or any episode, email us at podcast at breastcancer.org or leave feedback on the podcast episode landing page on our website. And remember, you can find a lot more information about breast cancer at breastcancer.org. And you can connect with thousands of people affected by breast cancer by joining our online community.